Hi there, I'm Stacy Reed with the Integrity Plus Financial Solutions, and I'm your host today for the I've Decided Community Show. And it's my pleasure to have Tommy Briggs with me today. Through uh, He's with Northwoods Community Church, and he's the Life Health Pastor. Today we are going to uh, chat about the word forgive. And uh, so he's got a lot of experience in uh, uh, this word and, and what it means and what he does day to day. Uh, with Northwoods and helping people with this. So um, I'm going to actually start today's show off with a video. So we're going to do something a little different. We're going to do a video and then we'll come back and we're going to chat with Tommy about forgive. Okay, welcome back. I uh, hope you enjoyed the video. I felt like it was uh, a good way to start and uh, show the the way you know these wounds can really hurt and big dig deep. And uh, so anyway, I had uh, invited Tommy on to share uh, some insight on forgiveness. Um, also, he's he's got some uh, waste and of a process. Of, of going about that. And so I wanted him to share that too. So. Yeah, I think uh, looking at those applications on the video are a lot of good examples where people get stuck. Mm -hmm. And people usually will reach out when something's not working, when life is not working. So they often come into the church or a counseling office and say, wow, I'm, I'm stuck in this event, whether it be a one-time trauma or something that was ongoing, a really hard marriage or a season of abuse, and they get stuck in that unforgiveness. So in, in the context of faith, you say, well, I know the Bible says to forgive, and yet what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. Because emotionally, I don't feel like I can get past this right. event. 
So I think you have to look at forgiveness as a process mm -hmm. and not just a one-time event, depending on how deeply I was wounded or how long it took place. So it really starts, it's really three pieces for me. It's a decision or an act of my will. Mm -hmm. So first of all, it, it, it doesn't mean I feel better right away. It means I'm going to decide on an ongoing basis to forgive whoever's hurt me. Number two, I'm going to start taking control of those thoughts. You know, when someone hurts us or offends, we usually have these patterns of thinking uh, where we wish we could get revenge or something bad would happen to them, and that keeps me stuck, not them. Mm -hmm. So that sure. problem is, is really also I've got to learn to get a grip on my thoughts, and when I, those patterns you know, come in like a flood, I want to learn to take control of it. And my emotions are usually the last thing to catch up. Right. It may take a while. <laughs> I have to decide first, and they think, well, I don't feel any better. But if I stay consistent with the process, then in the end, my emotional response, it doesn't mean I feel great about that person. It just means that I don't have to stay stuck. I can move on with my life and enjoy it again as God intended. Mm, awesome. Awesome. And, you know, I think, you know, we wrote to, I wrote down a few different ways that, that forgiveness happens or or. Uh, we get uh, to making that decision. And like one, uh, when you were going through that, I was thinking, you know, when when somebody uh, has asked you for forgiveness, you know, it's there's like there's this an apologetic and it seems a lot maybe easier. I don't know. Tad, you know, sometimes depends. But I guess when they're apologetic, it, it, it kind of gives that, you know, we can't go backwards we can only move forwards, you know, we're all, we're all going in the same direction, you know. Um, when you have the people who just are like, I mean, they've just got their, their uh, <laughs> heels in the dirt, you know, or whatever, and, and they just are, are like, I'm not, I did nothing wrong, and I'm right. not sorry, and they are just kind of re those repeat offenders, <laughs> you know, even just because that's just who they are, yeah. um, that makes a really tough, because, you know, you're trying to to heal and, and make this decision. And they're not making it any easier because they're just kind of continuing this pattern. Yep. Um, what, what do you say to that? What do you, what, what kind of, I mean, is that a, that's just a hard. Yeah, it's a hard reality, but forgiveness is not dependent on another person's response. Oh, good. Each individual okay. has a decision to make. It does make it more painful, especially to the degree that they're still in my life. Right. Is this a coworker? Is it, do Family. I share custody of my kids? Am I going to yeah. see them on holidays or right. birthdays? So there's certainly a lot more work that has to be done, mm -hmm. you know, to remove them from the process. You know, biblically, you look at Jesus in the middle of his offense on the cross. Mm -hmm. He forgave verbally and out loud. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't just for our benefit. You look at Stephen and Acts. He was martyred while he was being stoned. There was nobody apologizing at that point for throwing rocks at him. But in the middle of it, same to the effect, he said, you know, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So he had already decided ahead of time, I'm not going to stay offended. Mm -hmm. I'm going to extend the grace and forgiveness that I've received in my life to other people. Mm -hmm. So it has little to do, you know, another uh, scenario that's similar is when people have gone on to the grave. Mm -hmm. And yet sometimes we're still carrying around a wound from that parent that's died. Or even sometimes people get angry and they're, they're bitter about someone leaving them through death, sure. accident or suicide. So I can't be waiting for the other person to make amends. They may or may not or can't. 
So it's really up to me to decide what's going to go on in my own heart. Do I want to stay stuck or not? Right, right. Very true. Uh, another one that we uh, we talk a little bit on Alpha at, at Alpha about is, uh, um, you know, forgiving yourself. Yeah. You know, one. we yeah, we have a lot. You know, there's a lot of junk we carry around and um, forgiving yourself is a is a big deal and not letting that that voice have its <laughs> have its way. Right. It's it's really, you know, at the point of faith for Christians, you're you're making a decision that the work on the cross was meant for me. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. You have to receive it. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do to earn it, mm-hmm. but I have to learn to receive it for myself. And until I can't, I can't really, we, a lot of people you say, well, I'm stuck, but I forgive. I have grace for other people and their mistakes, but it's me I'm hung up with. But in the end, uh, Jesus said one of the most important commands is to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. So if I don't really love, love self True. as God does, right. then there are going to be hangups in my relationships. I still won't have all the healthy connections that I can have mm-hmm. until I've done that work of self. So I have to forgive, look at myself through the lens of what Jesus did and how much God loves me unconditionally. And the deeper that I can receive that, then I've got something else to offer the relationships around me. Good point. Very good point. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I remember, oh, I'm going to say it's probably been three years ago. One of the things I did was uh, I decided to take a, a, a trip in the summer, and I, and I went down to Gulf Shores, and I had decided that, that during this period of time, I was just kind of dating Jesus. <laughs> you know, I just was like clearing, clearing, yep. and just finding myself. And uh, but one of the things I knew I needed to do was that is is just kind of let go of stuff that that I just continue to carry in, you know, to tomorrow. And so I, I grabbed my running shoes and and uh, grabbed my Bible and grabbed some work and I headed to the beach, one of my favorite places to be, and and decided that I would kind of balance this out and and with the whole intent that you know this baggage wasn't coming back with me, right? And Good. so. The last day, I uh, I ran and I kind of walked back. Was going to go back and shower and have breakfast. And I stood at the ocean and, you know, just kind of in in peace and closed my eyes and listened and you know, thank you for this trip and and all that you've done and this has just been great and da da da. And it was like, you haven't dropped your baggage off yet. And I was <laughs> like, I mean, I I literally thought, oh my goodness, that's the one I. I haven't, I've done all of this, you know, and I haven't done that. And and I'm leaving in, you know, two hours kind of thing. And so I literally took my big toe in the sand and I drew it. And I was like, you know what? Everything is from here on, you know, I, I visually will think, is that on this side of that line? No, it's not. So that was dropped off, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you just almost have to do something that yes. you say, you know, when your head wants to go there, you say, you know what, that's, yeah. I already dealt with that. We're not going to keep replaying that, you know. Um, but that was one thing. Um, but I think when I think about that, though, I think sometimes, you know, you have the intention of, of forgiving yourself or dropping off that baggage. And sometimes, you know, the, the audience you're around sometimes reminds you or they may remind you of, of who you were, or who you, you know, the mistakes maybe you've made or the, the things that you 
didn't do or did do or whatever it may be. I don't, you know, the scenario, but that makes it tough. Yeah, I think to not come back. To not go back, it's the process of saying, no, this is what I've already done. Like when you drew that physical line in the sand, those physical, tangible things, it, you know, a lot of people uh, tell, tell me this. It's like, well, I know up here what mm -hmm. you're saying is true, but I don't <laughs> feel it. Yeah. And a lot of times that physical act, mm -hmm. you know, it might be walking down an aisle at church. It might be telling somebody else. Uh, right. It might be, you know, in freedom classes and events, it might be walking forward and pinning something on a cross. It's not that those are magical, but as we do something physical mm -hmm. to enact that truth, no, I really do receive your forgiveness this time. And mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to where I've been, you know, that physical act. Uh, you know, when people are baptized or go through some ceremony that can help, mm -hmm. that help that truth. You know, you had an epiphany yeah. on the beach, that epiphany. And then doing something tangible helps it drop down here. That's part of that practical process that some, unlocks something for people. Yeah, yeah. Great, great decision. You're right. And you have to sometimes keep doing those mm -hmm. if you're still being triggered by some of those events. If it's your own or other people. It's like, right. I, I need to go back and remind myself of what I truly believe about right. forgiveness. And right. how it's going to help me and not going to help you know, anyone yeah. who's offended me. Absolutely. That's awesome. So one of the things I want to touch base on um, is the freedom classes. You, you yeah. kind of talked briefly about it, but I, I really want to spend some time on that and what that looks like and, and give you some time to, to share, you know, dates and times and, and what the class is about and, and how do yeah. people sign up and all that good stuff. So Yeah, we run freedom classes at um, all of our campus in Peoria, sometimes uh, at least twice a year. I've got a special opportunity that I wanted to plug. You can come be a part of a live studio audience uh, and take a condensed version of the classes. So this Wednesday and Thursday in Peoria Heights, we have a live taping. You can come and sit, fill in the blanks and receive teaching. Uh, for Wednesday and Thursday this week. Next Wednesday and Thursday, we have some topical classes that we'll also tape. So awesome. we would love to know you're coming, though you can bring a friend. You don't ever have to attend Northwoods to come to these classes anytime, but I'll give a phone number and a website. The phone number is 309, of course, 243-2776, 243-2776. Say, I want to be a part of Freedom Class Taping. You can also go to the website to read about future events, weekend events, and other freedom classes, northwoods.church slash freedom. That's northwoods.church slash freedom. We run classes all year, and we'd love to have you be a part. They're always free. You get a workbook. Uh, some of those classes include uh, table discussion time. You can apply what you're learning with other people, uh, but for the taping, you can just come uh, and receive teaching. Awesome. Awesome. And the, and the freedom class at uh, Northwoods, I believe, is eight weeks. Is that right? Typically, outside the taping, it's usually eight weeks long, okay. an hour of teaching. We take a break and have refreshments, and there's an hour of table discussion. Okay, perfect. And that, that starts up if they wanted to take the whole course in the fall again. Right. Because you're kind of midstream right now in the spring, so it, it starts up in the fall. Mid-September, and then there's okay. always a follow-up weekend event. If okay. you take the classes, you can come to one of those. Those are twice your Freedom Weekend. Like we talked about doing something physical, there's a lot of opportunities yes. for exercises. If you want to participate, if you're comfortable, you can participate in some of those moments or where people say, I, ha I had a breakthrough. Yeah. Something changed for me. I, I, you know, Forgiveness went from here to here. Awesome. For sure. Awesome. Well, um, definitely Matt and I took 
took the course. Great, great, great content. Um, loved, loved the class and loved the the content on it. I think it's it's uh, awesome. So, one of the one of the many classes and things that that Northwoods offers. But uh, um, anyway, can you think of anything else that you'd like to share uh, about about forgive forgiveness? Well, Go ahead. Always. You always. Yeah. Let's do it. Do. One, one is, um, I think some of the myths, people think, well, okay, I need to forgive, but what does it mean? And you also have to define what it's not. Mm. You know, one of those would be about forgiving God. Okay. So oh. people say, well, God doesn't sin, but sometimes it's like, wow, I've been stuck in my walk with him for years. What happened? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times something happens in our life to say, and, and really it's not about God sinning, but it is about God didn't meet my expectations. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. marriage didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I had a loved one that was sick and they died anyway after I prayed. Some event happened where he didn't meet my expectations. Sure. So forgiveness to God looks like I'm going to release him even though I don't understand. He's a God that's smarter to me, smarter than me at running the universe. And if I believe his word that he's good, then I can let go of that expectation. Just like I would, there's a process with people for forgiving self, but also with God. I think Very true. forgiveness is also not a few things. And it's not always a restoration of a relationship. Mm -hmm. As you say, some people are still around us and they're not changing when I owe to, they won't admit they're wrong. And... Sometimes, people, oh, well, uh, if we just hug it out as Christians, it's going to make it okay. And sometimes it's still not okay. Mm -hmm. If that person's violated your trust, especially repeatedly or been abusive, and if they're not changing, it's okay to have a different level of connection. Christians know I've got to love, but how? And it doesn't always mean I have to stay in relationships. So I'm going to forgive from afar mm -hmm. and release that spiritual account, let God deal with justice but the relationship doesn't necessarily have to be restored. It can be, but it doesn't always work out that way, and that's okay. Um, we talked about it doesn't mean that the other person has to respond a certain way. Um, there's also, it doesn't remove responsibility or justice. Mm. You know, sometimes the church, a uh, big capital C, we haven't always responded to abuse situations well. It's like, well, if we forgive, have a hug, it's going to be okay. And sometimes... Uh, we need to let justice take a course, mm -hmm. uh, and that's okay. Whatever that turns out to be, it just means whatever the outcome is, spiritually, I can let God deal with the person, and I'm not going to hold them accountable anymore. And that, that's what opens the prison door for me. Sure, But there sure. may be consequences, typically with people, right. that may have to take their course, and that doesn't mean I didn't forgive. Good, 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 yeah. good information. Well, that wraps up our time today. I hope you got some some really good content here from uh, Tommy joining us and, and uh, offering forgiveness. So we thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in April, the second Tuesday of the month. God Take bless. care. Thanks. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you. That was fun. That was, that was good. BeoriaLife.com